Hi, you're about to listen to an episode of Borough Talks, a podcast from Borough Market. A very, very warm welcome to you. We're going to be bringing you a series of conversations around food and food culture with some inspiring guests and leading voices from the food industry. I'm your host, Angela Clutton. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode of Borough Talks. And if you do, you can subscribe for more from us. Hello, it is Angela here and I am down at the market uh, on a happily very gorgeously sunny and warm April afternoon because we're outside about to do a Plan Zero's collection, which is something which I have never done in all my years of working with Borough Market. So I am super excited and even more chuffed to be here with the man who kind of is Plan Zero's, although we're going to get into much more about that, about how Plan Zero's got set up and how it works. But Chris Wilkie, lovely to see you. Thank you very much. It's great to be here and thank you for coming. It's really nice that you're, that you're going to be showing what we do at the market. So looking forward to it. And we are here with one of your ambassadors, Jeremy yes. Pang. I am, yeah. Thank you for uh, having me. <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't done a collection together, Chris and I, for probably about a year. But um, yeah, uh, but it's great to be here, and especially on a day like this. <laughs> I know, I know. We're so lucky. This morning, I was thinking, please don't rain, please don't rain. But of course, that's very selfish of me because your volunteers would do it, whatever the weather. Yep, rain or shine. Even, even our cyclists, yeah. sometimes our yeah. cyclists have to deliver food to charities that can't collect and it's right. not very nice for them when it's raining, yeah. but uh, yeah, today it's, it's Today okay. we're all good. Yeah. So Plan Zeros and Borough Market have had a relationship since, I think I'm right in saying 2014. 2014 we started, yeah. So there will be people in the Borough Market community who are really familiar with Plan Zeros, but in case anyone's listening and they've got this far into it, the podcast and thinking, yes, but what is Plan Zero? What is Plan Zero? Give okay. us that. Plan Zero is a charity that inspires people to become zero food waste heroes. That's our kind of crazy name. And yeah, we've been going since, um, well, we've been here at the market since 2014. We became a registered charity in 2013. And our main aim is really to connect any kind of business that's got any kind of food to any kind of charity that needs it. It's as simple as that. It sounds simple. I'm betting it's not. Yeah, the, the devil's in the detail, should we say. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, and now we are here with some of your volunteers yes. setting, we're setting up. Just talk us through. So we're going to follow a collection, which is going to be really, really fun to do. Chris, just talk us through what's about to happen. Okay, so we're just setting our, up our collection point. We've got our scales here where Great. we weigh the food to document the impact that we're having. Yep. And then we can provide reports for the, for the Borough Market team and also for the traders so that they know how much impact they're having, which is great. So we set up our table here. And then what we're going to do is we're going to go around to the different traders. We're going to ask them if they've got any surplus food to donate. And of course, it'll depend on things like how busy they've been, how much they've sold. We go at about five o'clock. We can't go any earlier because obviously they're still trying to sell the food before that point. Which is fair enough. But around about five o'clock, they're preparing to go home. Yeah. And that's when we ask them if they've got any surplus food. We collect it, bring it back to our collection point. And then at about 5.30, we've got a couple of charities coming to collect the food tonight. And also we've got um, a cyclist who's going to deliver to charities that can't collect. Okay. Jeremy, you say you lasted one about a year ago. Yes, yeah. So, I, I mean, the the charity here and the, the work here is mainly run by the volunteers. Yeah. Um, so, you know, once in a while I, I sort of come and get involved. And we've done uh, sort of uh, mini sort of collections ourselves once in a while as well. And I've sort of picked up the bike and... <laughs> 
and then seen how it works. Oh, really? I, oh, wow. To be honest, it's too heavy for me. I can't, I can't <laughs> cycle it that far. But, um, but no, we've worked together a long time, haven't we, Chris? On, yeah, on yeah. Many different things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we're really, you know, grateful to have Jeremy as an ambassador yeah. because of you know all the great. I mean, School of Walk. And, yeah, and the School of Walk also donate food. Right. Okay. Um, brilliant. Yeah, we've, we've been donating food for many years. And so, you do the yeah. thousand meal initiative. So yeah, we we started Walk for one thousand. Gosh, I don't even remember the year now, but we did four years in a row, which is essentially the the the. The biggest part of School of Walk's business, actual business, is corporate events. So we had a, have a lot of companies that come to us over in Covent Garden. Um, but we've always done for many, many years now, almost 10 years, we've, we've run an, a, a sort of small events called, that we call Cook for the Homeless. So we would have corporate companies come to the school, the cookery school, and cook double the amount of um, food that they need for themselves and the half of that food then gets it, uh, delivered to uh, a charity that wants it the next day and plans uh, uh, facilitates that. Um, so we donate food from School of Walk directly through the Plan Zero's um, platform um, you, you, um, in, in that way. And, and with those events, we uh, uh, quite a few years back, we, we were actually in search for um, doing something similar, but much on a much larger scale. So we created Walk for a Thousand, which we ended up running uh, for four years in a row, which was essentially about 180 to 200 people here at Borough Market in the, what do you call it? Is it still called the Market Hall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Market Hall. Um, uh, and, and it's quite, a, it's organized chaos for three hours um, uh, where we, I'm kind of like on a mini stage, but with all of my chefs, tutors, friends, volunteers, helping to teach uh, those 200 people how to cook over a thousand um, meals uh, in three hours that then gets distributed through the Plan Zero's platform uh, and all of the connections that obviously Plan Zero's have with all the charities. Uh, it's, it usually takes about six months of organization, that event. Um, that got stopped during COVID and, and hasn't been restarted yet, but I'm sure it will soon. Um, and and that's, that was sort of our way of sort of saying that there's... It's actually easy enough to, to be able to create um, something from nothing, <laughs> if that makes sense, and, and, and use surplus food. We do actually use surplus food in that Walk for 1000 event, um, whatever we can get from the market uh, the day before uh, or, or on the day, we'll include into our spring rolls or our curries um, and all that sort of stuff and we'll just cook it all up. Uh, and then anything that is left over then get takes, that, that, get, that gets taken by any additional charities that, that, that on the same day or the day after. Um, so we've been quite heavily involved with um, Plan Zeros and 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 your and your connection with Borough Market for quite a few years. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I want to get into much more of that, but Chris, some of your volunteers have just gone into the market. Have they started collecting? They started collecting. Should we go? Yes. Should, is we that should, should we go? Yes. Do that? I just hope we can find What's them. What's the plan? Okay, right, we're going to go and follow them. Excellent. Well, they're hot. They're not easy to lose because they've got their great purple jackets on. Yeah, but it's a big market. <laughs> <laughs> One of them went to Bread Ahead, and usually we go there at the end of the collection because they have a huge amount of bread that they donate and sometimes like nice donuts and that sort of thing. So um, hopefully we can catch up with them later on. Okay. I remember one of the collections we had, they had 
literally lines and lines of donuts. donuts yeah. And we were also excited when they first came because we all thought we'd have one. And, then, <laughs> but, and we thought we were being, being polite and only taking one. And then we thought, actually, I don't know if we're going to be able to get rid of all these donuts. But yeah, yeah it, it, it was um, boxes and boxes, wasn't it? Chris, yeah. is there anything that you don't take? Right. No, no we're, we're just take, going past the fishmongers, it's my question. We'll take really. absolutely anything, okay. including the fish, yep. yeah. We often get stuff from Shell Seekers, which okay. is great. Um, we get stuff from Olivia's here, the bakery. Yep. Um, we'll just head down towards the Ted's Bed. I think maybe that's where they that's went where first. We Jeremy? also collect from um, Neil's Yard Dairy, just across the road. Okay. So they're very, very generous in donating dairy products. So, yeah. yeah. So these are established relationships that you have with these clients? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. We know them really well. Yeah. Um, sometimes they have sort of new people on the stores and maybe they haven't heard of us, but we just tell them, so that's fine. Amazing. How many times a week do you guys do this? Three times a week at the moment. Wednesdays, Fridays and Saturdays. And we're going to be starting Tuesdays very, very soon with the team from News UK. And ideally, you know, we would collect every single day if we could, if we had enough people to do it. We started on Saturdays back in 2014 when the market was closed on Sundays uh -huh. because, of course, there was lots of surplus then yep. because they couldn't sell it the next day. Now, of course, oh, we've just they... seen one. There's a lady in purple. Jingru, hi. Hello. <laughs> hi, nice to see you. Where have you been and where are you going? So I've just gone to Shell Seekers and we've gotten so much fish. Oh um, the most I've ever seen. Lots of Dover sole and a mix of other things. Oh, wow. So we're going to go this way now and check on wild beef and then the fruit and veg sellers. Okay, should we come and follow can you? Can we follow you? Sure. <laughs> so how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this for, for about a year. Okay. Yeah, and about a year. how often do you try and do it? Um, most Wednesdays I just come from the office on the other side of the river. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Thank, you Thank you. Thank you. What did we get? What did we get there? What have we got? Oh, really nice rump steak. That is very cool. Isn't it? Very cool. All right. Okay. Well, that's my first Plan Zero's pickup. <laughs> not, not, not that I did anything. <laughs> would you like to hold the bag? I, you know, I really would. Okay. This is very exciting. Well, let, let's ask Olivier. Okay. Going Go to have anything today? They're very generous. I think it's a it's a it's a great way for the traders here to participate in something a bit outside of the market. All of the charities that come to us are just from the local area. Yeah. Why do you do it? Why do I do it? Um, well, I started doing it because I like being around Borough Market, frankly. <laughs> as, as you know, with the with the cookbook club and everything. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I actually feel quite passionate about food waste. Um, so this is one of like a couple of things I do that are around food, cooking for people, um, food waste, that sort of thing. It's just what I tend to do with my voluntary yeah. work. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. All right. Where are we headed now, Jingri? So we're going to go to Mons Cheesemongers. Okay. Right. Uh, she's, although she looks like she's got a customer, so maybe yeah, we'll just okay. um, come back. I guess that's yeah. the hard thing, isn't it? About yeah. sort of not getting in the way of traders when they're doing it. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's quite a, a, sort of a tight window before the uh, when the market closes to customers, but before the traders have all packed up too much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're here at Ted's Bench. There's a lot there, so we're going to need a trolley for that. I'm just making the rounds to see how much we need. Yeah, we're just doing some stuff with, well, with, with everyone. How are we're you? Doing... Good, very well. Nice yeah. to see you. Well, we've done a few collections over here. We've, we've done loads of yeah. collections yeah. here. Over the years, haven't we? Yeah. Do you try and um, have something most times they're collecting? Well, we don't do it on purpose, but okay. as soon as there is stuff, then we'll yeah. make sure it goes... What's going to today? Good. There's loads today. 
potatoes, celery, there's some courgettes. Um, can't remember. A spinach. <laughs> so quite a few bits. And if you weren't going to give it to the guides today, what would happen to those things? It'll go to the church. Okay. So St. Oh, George's, they've got like... Okay. Um, They've got like a canteen and things like that. So they So it's do. obviously really important to you not to waste it. Yeah, it's really all. important. So the church come, uh, we, we, we actually, we can deliver to the church because they're only down the road. So it's between you two. <laughs> 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 so it, it has a home somewhere. Yeah. So we're trying, yeah, trying not to get, yeah. throw anything away. Yeah, that's possible. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Jeremy, how did you get involved with um, Plan Zero? So it was actually in search, um, when we were in search for um, someone or an entity to be able to help us distribute leftover food from School of Wok okay. um, uh, in, a, in a, a, a slightly bigger capacity. Yep. Not that we create, actually at School of Wok, we don't create a lot of um, waste in comparison to say a restaurant. But we do create um, waste, um, sort of base ingredients. Like we might have way too many spring onions, or um, or ginger, or garlic. You know, our yeah. type of cooking. And um, I, I, and and sometimes we have events, uh, sort of different styles of styles of events that waste a lot of things. Yeah. Like we had one event. It was um, at the very beginning. I think it was 2012, 13, where there was a restaurant group wanted us to teach a whole load of chefs, new chefs, how to cut uh, cut up roast chickens the Chinese way. Okay. Um, and for that event, we needed, I think it was about 50 chickens, 50 roast chickens, which of course they weren't gonna eat. Um, and so I tried um, in, in that, uh, for that event to give those chickens away after the actual event happened and uh, there's a in school walks based in common garden so there's a there's a soup kitchen um uh, literally right opposite and it's you know it's uh, Charing cross is one of the busiest yeah. homeless um areas in london and um uh, and i went over to the home uh, the, the shelter and they but they would they flatly refused to take my chickens um mainly down to um uh, food hygiene uh, health and safety um and the, really the compliance so oh, I think we're gonna we're on the move. Okay, keep, yeah, we'll keep, keep talking, Jeremy. So, keep talking. so I so at the, after that event, we went on search for um, a place that we could um, get someone who could help us get rid of our surplus food. Because that um, is a, that is it's a real conundrum, that isn't it? Right. About charities who feel that they can't or actually can't take things from organisations, companies, Correct. whatever. Oh, yeah. Hang on. Um, oh. uh, Lady and, and purple. <laughs> with, with lots of, of potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So much, so that is an experience. Oh, yeah. no, uh, celery, celery. Yes. But this is it. So we would have things like this, but you go, okay, like, look how good that celery is still. Obviously, the standards of Borough Market, we understand they have to sell, um, you know, everything in its as pristine as possible. Yeah. But as a chef, what, as someone who is brought up in a Chinese environment, which is basically don't waste anything or I'll kill you. Um, um, you know, it, 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 and, and that was how our, our parents brought us up. You, you look at that and go, well, I could make a million things from that one piece of yeah. celery. Yeah. yeah. 
Amazing. So why Chris, waste it? Okay, we're going to our collection yeah. point. Okay, Chris is trying to keep us on track. Chris, there is so much here. So we are now wheeling this trolley that is like, I mean, it's hard to overstate how packed it is with incredible celery and potatoes. And we stuff. see surplus food, you never know what you're going to get. But Chris, so, my question is, are these guys being extra generous because we're here doing a podcast? No, they're difficult? very, they're always very generous. No, no, but, it, but, but I'm serious, like there is a lot of food here. Like, yeah. This is well, they, they couldn't sell it today. Okay. So, yeah. you know. But they can't sell it tomorrow? Um, presumably not. You'd they, to... they know, don't they? Yeah. But as you say, Jeremy, you know, these celeries here, like, obviously we can cook with them brilliantly, but they're probably not what somebody wants to pick up. Well, well it's a pre... We've got, you've got to keep in mind, I think, that the mass market... But it's, this is not mass market. I think this is... Borough Market is a place for foodies, right? They come here looking for the best possible looking and tasting quality stuff. This all tastes great, but at the same time, they have to, you know, you have to charge a good price for, for sure. being here. And I think I, I get that, but it also means that, like somewhere like Ted's Veg, they understand their con customers, they understand their consumers, but they also love lots of courgettes. And courgettes. <laughs> um, but they also love food. Yeah. So they, if anyone who loves really loves food, should have the same sentiment and would not want to waste it. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> and it's heartbreaking to think. I mean, Shuk was just saying that she has other places where the extra ex excess, I suppose, would go. But it's heartbreaking to think that otherwise these things... Yeah. But would... isn't it great that charities who wouldn't normally ever be able to afford this quality of food are yeah. getting it for free? Yeah. Yeah. That's, right. the, that's the beauty of this, yeah. you know? And we're keeping out of landfill. Yeah. That's yeah. the other great thing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. When we, when we meet those charities, let's say at the, at the big events like Watch for a Thousand, you know, we talk to them for quite a while, like people like Tina and, you know, people like... Um, or, or the charities around the corner, like is it St. Mungo's? And, yeah, St. Yeah. Mungo's and um, Lucy Brown House. And they've yeah. all got actually uh, um, sort of evenings, certain evenings or, or, or lunch times during the week where they have to feed quite a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this goes a, a really long way with like 50 or 60 people. Yeah, oh my goodness. So Chris, talk to me about, tell me about the charities that you work with. Um, well, it's a huge range of charities across okay. London and the UK. Okay. Um, it's basically any charity that needs food for its guests. So charities that support the homeless or the elderly or the young or the vulnerable. Or so this isn't going to people's or... homes? No, 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 no. One thing that's very, very important in Plan Zero is that we only, we only help businesses to donate surplus food okay. and we only provide food for registered charities. Okay. So we don't take food from the home because of food safety implications and we don't provide food for individuals. Yeah for the same reason. So um, yeah, it's all about connecting the businesses to the charities. Yeah. Okay, so we've made it back to the collection, the collection point. point. I don't think we've left any courgettes or celery on the way. No, but no. <laughs> but we might have done. Look at the wow. fish, that is amazing. That. I've never seen that before. Let's go and look at this fish. That, this this is incredible. Wow. Okay, we are looking at two trestle tables that are filled and like filled. With, do we know what these are? Dover sole slash place kind of thing. Mackerel. Oh, that's a lemon sole, or lemon do, yeah. And then yeah, mackerel, and then uh, that's a, either flounder or place, yeah. yeah. Joe, Your place or mine, as they say. That is, I mean, this is, you know, this is a serious amount of money. Yeah, and a lot of people to feed. Like, but, but as I said, so when we started um, doing the Cook for the Homeless events, we, the only charity that would accept our food before we met Plan Zero's was um, one in Vauxhall. Um, 
Chris, what's the what's the charity in Vauxhall that? Vauxhall uh, Gardens Community Centre. Yeah, and, and it's a big, and they'd feed about 100 people a go, something like that. But this amount of fish would be easily feed double that. You know, you know, that's, yeah. Um, and so, but the great thing about Plan Zero is, is that they've got so many charities who have signed up to be able to distribute this surplus food too. There's always people in need of the food. It's about knowing how to get to them. That's the thing, and I guess that is the brilliant thing about Plan Zero, is it's building those connections right. between the traders here, the excess, and getting it to people, to charities who then know how to get it to Correct. people. Correct. Yeah, in my mind, these guys, like Plan Zero, are, are, are the, the perfect broker yeah. for surplus food. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and, and the volunteers are a big part of being able to um, facilitate the logistics of it. Yeah. Because um, if I have 50 portions of Thai green curry left over from tonight's class, tomorrow that can get collected by someone who's um, kindly said, I'll come and collect it and take it to that charity that wants it. That's amazing. Yeah. Chris, what's going on? We've got Joe here, our Hi, Joe. cyclist. Hi, Joe. Hi, really kidding. Joe delivers two charities that can't come and collect. And he's doing an extra one today because Vauxhall Gardens Community Centre, their transport isn't working. So Joe has very, very kindly offered to go there as well as Lucy Brown House and St Mungo's. Is that right? That's right. So yeah. Joe, what, tell me what you do. What, 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 uh, so normally what, I'll package up some food, normally some soft breads for the uh, more the, the old folks' homes because they, they need softer bread. Yeah. Um, bread ahead's great because we get donuts. Fantastic. <laughs> Who doesn't love a donut? I know. Um, and normally the trips are about five, ten minutes on the bike, but now Vauxhall's 16 minutes away. So it's good to go for a bit of a ride. So you're just going to load yourself up. What have you got? Like a big yeah, massive so rucksack? I'll, um, I'll load up one of these rucksacks and I'll, I'll split it in two and I'll go to two, two drops and I'll come back here, get another load and I'll go to Vauxhall. So it normally takes about half an hour out of my, my day. And it's, How long yeah, have you been doing this? About a year and a half now. Okay. How often do you try and do it? What's that? How often do you try and do it? Um, probably every Wednesday I'll put down that I can do it. And I think That's incredible. Chris has got... Tuesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, so yeah, just about to start Tuesdays, yeah. yeah. And are you yeah. always on the bike? Yeah, I prefer the bike. Okay. I live in Bermondsey and then I work London Bridge, so it's all pretty yeah. good. Correction sometimes as well, though, don't you? Yeah, a couple of times. Yeah. 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 So um, other than Joe on the bike, charities come collect. Yes. Is that yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. And is the bike a relatively new addition to what you do? Um, no, not really. Okay. We used to have a cargo bike, but it got really old and obsolete and we couldn't get the technology to fix it anymore. So now we ask the cyclists to come on their own bike. Oh, and okay. actually it's probably better because we've got the backpacks and it's not, it's not such a heavy load. Yeah. I mean, the cargo bike was power assisted, but then the power assistance just wasn't much assistance. <laughs> Um, do you know which charities are coming to collect today? Yes, it's going to be Elim House and Vauxhall Gardens. Uh, no, not Vauxhall Gardens. Elim House and um, what's the other one? And Joe, what which charities are you going to? Where do you say you're going? So it's St Mungo's, uh, the one in Vauxhall as well, yeah, and Lucy Brown. Yeah. And then the one you can't remember. So that's five. Oh, wait, just <laughs> <laughs> so that's five charities who are going to benefit there, yeah. from yeah. what we've got here today it's incredible yeah. have all the collections been done now or is there more um, to come i'm not sure we need to check with okay. um, with the boss over there farida are you done or have you got more to get bread ahead bread ahead yeah bread ahead i was asking um is this everything that we're getting today or is there more to come we've got to go to one more which okay. is bread ahead bread ahead donuts hopefully 
Well, yeah, Maybe. whatever they, they've not <laughs> sold for the day. Hopefully they'll have something, but we've got quite a lot of bread today. A lot of bread from Olivier. Um, some veg. So today Tremendous you've done shell seekers, Olivier's, yeah. Ted's veg. Who else have you done today? Comte gave us some and caraway as well. Okay. Um, Olivier's, yeah. And we're just about to go to Bread Ahead. And this is Pie Minster. Pie Minster as well. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. is, is this a good haul? Oh, this is the charities will be quite pleased with this because um, we don't normally get so much fish. So the fish is this is really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is well, remarkable. it's a shame they couldn't sell it, but it's yes, going to be course. good for the uh, for the charities yeah. to have some nice fresh fish. Yeah. Frida, how long have you been doing this? Um, just over a year, not that long. Okay. But oh, I love it's it. Pretty, it's pretty it's long. My, how, totally um, my pleasure. Oh, how often do you try and do it? I try to do it every couple of weeks, but sometimes more than once a week. It depends. Okay. I'm happy to come in if, if somebody drops out because okay. I live quite locally so it's totally my pleasure to do this. Farida's being very modest, sorry to interrupt. Okay, no, go for Farida often helps us very much at the last minute if perhaps a volunteer can't make it if they're working or something and, and Farida is always really, really great at stepping in to help. We we just were so grateful to our volunteers, you know, they just do such a fantastic well, job. Well, I guess it wouldn't, I mean, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen, it wouldn't, no. Simply, no. all these people I've wouldn't get I've met some really lovely volunteers, some really diverse backgrounds and really, really interesting people. Who yeah, we're very out. lucky with our volunteers. So how many volunteers do you have, Chris? Altogether, it's probably well, getting on 70, 80, but not everybody's active all the time. Okay. So it sort of varies. Yeah. And do you need more volunteers? Someone's listening and they're thinking, I'd like to be a Farida. Always. Yeah. Always looking for more volunteers. We're very lucky, actually, because a lot of people just contact us. They Google food waste and we seem to come up on yeah, the on the I first. Did. Yeah, yeah. That's what yeah. I did. Um, Is that, that how you discovered it? Yeah, I discovered it in, before lockdown. I discovered it, but I couldn't really have the time to do it with work. But mm. then my time freed up. And, yeah. I, and again, I say this is a, totally my pleasure. It's on my doorstep and it's so and nice how, to... How much of your day is it? You, wh what time should you get here? What time do you expect uh, to leave? 4.30 or so and you know we don't really... It, it doesn't normally uh, last for more than an hour, okay. an hour and a half at the most but okay. most of the time we really we're really um, a good team. We run around manically for the first half an hour, as you've seen earlier, yeah, I know. and then it's You're just very hard to keep track. <laughs> and then we just wait for the for the uh, charities to turn up. Chris, you've been here since 2014, yes. but obviously you know, you work in loads of other places as well. Talk yeah. to me a little bit about what you do beyond Brahma. Yeah, we're very fortunate in that we've got this online platform, um, which is now um, maintained for us by Deloitte, and. It works in a really, really simple way. Businesses and charities and volunteers can register. And on any day that a business has got surplus food, it can post a notification on the platform, which gets sent out to the charities in the local community. And they claim the food on a first come, first served basis. So apart from the markets, we don't usually see the food. We don't collect it, we don't store it, we don't deliver it. All we do is we put people together, the, well, the businesses that Jeremy have got the food just, and the charities that need it. Jeremy was just describing you as being like a food waste broker. Yeah, that's and exactly what we are. Yeah. Broker, yeah. matchmaker sometimes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's good, that's yeah. good. they'll all do. Yeah. But, that, but that, that's so often the missing bit, is that people have good intentions yeah. and they really want to be able to make a difference and not waste yeah. it. Yeah, but also you but have to make it as quick and easy for them as possible. I think okay. that, that's, and that's something I think um, you guys have worked on really hard over the years, because when we first started, it wasn't as easy as it is now to be able to, to 
it, it actually it, well, it essentially trained staff to not go to the bin and yes. uh, to just keep everything and anything, pack it up in a box ready for a collection tomorrow, even though we didn't know, we don't know yet who's going to collect. But we, once we, once we started really understanding the platform and trusting that, that um, those boxes were going to be collected tomorrow yeah. by someone, yeah. uh, we stopped wasting. Yeah. Uh, and what the, the platform does is it tells us uh, exactly how many tons a month or a year we've actually saved. You know, and, and then relates that to carbon emissions and blah, 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 which I never really understand. But they but it, 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 it does. Um, it keeps the staff motivated to actually go, well, no, we won't chuck that away. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to ask Chris in a second because I was sent some stats about how the collections here and the weight of food, the number of meals that translates into and keeping that keeping it real, I suppose, making helping people understand what the actual direct thing is. Yeah, um, I, I, and that is the hard thing, isn't it, to try and calculate that. But if I, like, I, I, my brain doesn't really work like that, and I know Chris will be able to answer that much better than me. But even if I just look at this pile of fish here, yeah. if I took two of, like, let's say, two of these, I think they're flounders, but the, like two of these flounders, they're relatively small, but a good size for each one's probably good enough for two people at, le at the le least. So you know that from those two fish, you've got four people fed. Yeah. And there must have yeah. been, I mean, I don't think I'm overstating it, so there must have been 50 fish, 60 fish on here. Yeah, but this is arrived. unusual, isn't it, Chris? This is more than usual, yeah. Yes, we, we, yes. we sometimes get a little bit of fish, but today is a, but a so, bumper. But there's so much of everything. Do we have a charity that's We just do. Turned up? We have Jim from Oasis with Jim his cargo from Oasis. bike. Can you come and join us? Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and joining us on the podcast. That's right. Tell me a little bit about you and what you do and your connection with Plan Zero. So I uh, volunteer with Oasis, uh, which is based in Waterloo. And in Oasis, we've got various initiatives, we've got community fridge, we've got school, we've got families work, youth work and all that sort of thing. So it's a brilliant thing. People come and they're able to kind of help themselves get some bread or vegetables or whatever when they come to various activities. So you've come to collect. I've come to collect. Come to collect. Yeah. What do you do? You get to choose what you want, or you're given a bundle. Um, it depends. If there are other people here collecting with other charities, we kind of just just share them out. Yeah. You know, there, there hasn't been a scrum or anything like that yet. <laughs> we're, I think we, you've had those we, bread ahead donuts that everybody wants. You know, no, we 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 get on fine. Brilliant. So, and you're on a bike. I'm on a bike. Yeah, we were given this last year, and um, yeah, it's an amazing machine. Actually, we can kind of stick. And you, you collect from a diff, like different few different places. So yeah, so I, I come here and then I'll go to one or two other places on right. the way back. Yeah, because there's, there's yeah, I mean there's loads here today. So there yeah, is. Yeah. Well, the other day, one of the other volunteers, they got the record. They got 116 kilograms. Wow. Not just here, but on from the the one or two other places. So you know, how many people did that feed? Oh, I've no idea. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing. I, I, I'm always shocked by it myself. I, I don't... Chris, I was just saying to Jeremy that what I find really exciting, actually, is that the market are able to kind of give stats of the amount of food, the weight of food, and how that translates into the number of meals that are being used to feed people. Yeah, we've got a formula that we use from RAP, 
uh, RAP collect all the sort of statistics about waste and sustainability, that kind of thing. So we use a formula from them where we can convert kilograms into equivalent number of meals and also equivalent CO2 emissions saved. Okay. Because Amazing. that's the other big part of what we're doing, yeah. which is nice to talk about here in Earth Month because we're helping to save the planet as well. Yeah. So, Chris, I'm armed with some statistics about the, the impact of what you've achieved by all your collections here at Borough yep. Market. And it's pretty... It's, it's really great just seeing it written down so clearly. I'm going to ask you a little little quiz. In the whole of 2022, how many collections do you think Plan Zeroes would have done at Borough Market? I think we did three collections a week for 52 weeks plus Christmas Eve. So you Jerry, do the maths. Jeremy looks like he's actually trying <laughs> to do the maths. maths. He's like got fingers like thick as she's. It's a lot. That's it's a lot. It's 113. Okay. Yeah. Which is amazing. Uh, so the total food that you collect, so this is all relating to the whole of 2022. Total food saved, over 9,000 kilograms. Total meals provided, I think this is beyond brilliant. Total meals provided by your work at Borough Market, 21,523. Wow. Over 21,500 meals. Yeah from Plan Zeroes at Borough Market. Well, I can remember what we did just last month because I memorized this. I have that as well. And we collected just over a ton of food and that equates to about 2,800 meals in just one month. Wow. It is incredible. You did uh, 27 bike deliveries. We did. There were eight charities. This is all just last month. There were yes. eight charities that benefited. 26 traders uh, donated food. Um, on average, 85 kilograms of food per collection. That is so much. But this is what I find interesting. Volunteer time is both a lot, but also it's not for anyone who thinks I want to get involved. 95 hours of volunteer time last month achieved all of that. So you work quickly. It's not. It doesn't feel like it's a massive chunk out of people's life or work no, to come and do all. it. Not at all. And we have three or four volunteers for each collection. Most people do one or two days a month, but you can do more, you can do fewer. It depends on your availability. Yeah. So we can be really flexible in terms of, um, you know, building a team each, each time. So, and they yeah. all look like they really enjoy it. They do, yeah, they love it. It's kind of a bit like um, Borough Market Sweep. <laughs> it's a, it is it a bit yeah. like that. That's yeah. a really good analogy. It is, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. The That's whole thing is being renamed. Because they were just like scurry <laughs> yeah. around. And yeah, then true. like half an hour later, you've got like 2,800 meals. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, talk to me a little about the beginnings of Plan Zeroes. Tell me, talk about Lottie. So I met Lottie Henley back in about 2010. Um, Lottie was just an amazing character. She was a princess in Central Europe. She grew up in very, very privileged circumstances, lived in a castle, had a governess, lost everything in the Second World War, became a refugee and experienced real hunger for the first time in her life. So she always had this thing about hunger and, and how she'd felt about it. She married a British officer um, at the end of the war, came to live in Earl's Court. And I met her when we were working with an organization called Citizens UK, who are most famous for introducing the London living wage into the capital. Now this was about the time that supermarkets were throwing food away and it was getting into the newspapers for the very, very first time. Lottie met a single mother near to where she lives in Earl's Court, single mother with three children. And this poor woman couldn't afford to give each of her children a hot meal every day. They had to take it in turns. And we knew from what we'd been reading that a supermarket 10 yards away was throwing perfectly good food away. And we just thought, this is just crazy. 
We didn't have any knowledge of the food industry or charity work, anything like that. There's also a third co-founder, Maria Anna, um, Portuguese brand designer. She came up with our wonderful name. And um, we got together and we just decided, let's just see what we can do about this. And at the beginning, people said to us, you're doing the wrong project. You should be dealing with food in the home. And we just decided to ignore them because we knew that there would be all kinds of food safety issues with taking food from the home. Although, you know, charities like Olio do it at the moment. So it's not impossible. But we decided early on that we would only work with businesses and we would only work with registered charities. So that's how we got started. Um, Lottie sounds like she should have a film made about her. Yeah, I mean, she was just an incredible character. Um, one of the things about her was she I was... I feel like I should... It, on the off chance that anyone can still hear us, <laughs> but I should explain that the market is just closing, and so it's a living market. It is just clearing up. And We're so in the thick of the action. We are in That's the thick where of we it. Are. We have all these kind of cleaning sweeps kind of going around us, and your guys are doing all this whilst the market is taking itself down yep. for the day. Actually, one of the impressive things, I do want to come back to the story about um, Lottie and your origins, but I think one of the impressive things about watching your guys at work is your... Your space is quite compact, everyone's very quick, everyone, you, you're sort of in the nicest possible way, keeping yourselves to yourselves and just getting on with it. Yeah. Because it, the end of the day is busy. This is a beautiful April afternoon, very spring-like, very gorgeous. Mm. But I'm sure in the winter when it's cold and rainy, everyone just wants to pack down as fast as possible. But you guys, you're keeping yourselves to yourselves, you're getting on with what you do. Yeah. And I suppose Absolutely. that is a big part about why the market and the businesses is easy. You, you seem to make everything as easy as it can be for people to want to work with you. Yeah, it's got to be quick and easy and it's a really nice experience for them. So they really enjoy doing it. So it's, it's, it's fabulous. Yeah, everybody wins. It's yeah. great. Let's go back quickly to um, the story about how you got started. Yes. So we were at the stage where Lottie and... Uh, and me and Maria Anna yeah, yeah, were all sorry, together just, trying to decide yeah. what we were going to do. Yeah, people were telling you it was the wrong idea. Yeah. They also told us that we should concentrate on one particular area of London. And we ignored that advice as well right. because we were getting offers from all different places in London. And we thought, well, we've got to respond to these things. And even now, actually, we are much more reactive than proactive because if we get a request from a business who wants to donate food or a charity that wants to receive food we're not going to say no so we'll always do the best we can rather than being sort of strategic and you know people keep telling us oh you've got to have a three-year plan and no we're not going to do that we, just, we don't do that yeah we just we just we just react and just make it happen and we're very fortunate you know we we're a very, very small organisation. We've got no bureaucracy. We don't do politics. We can act very, very quickly. We can respond almost immediately if we get a request. I so, love what you were saying, Jeremy, about you know, when you when you find that you do have waste or you're likely to have waste very shortly, yeah. you, you, you know what you can do to try and solve that problem. Right, yeah. I, I, think, um, I, I think the part of the magic of Plan Zeroes is that it, it is that they solve they solve most of that for you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Let's just go back and get a collection point and see what's going on. So there's still a few things here. We have more charities, more charities coming to collect. There's a lot of potatoes. That's a lot looking, of potatoes. Still looking for a home. Do a lot of pickled potato with that. <laughs> there is a lot. Um, Chris, will it all go? Um, hopefully, sometimes it doesn't, but and, and we happens? do our best. Well, then unfortunately it has to go in the bin, Okay. Um, but we try to minimise that. And 
very, so as very well as regularly. Needing more, sorry to interrupt, but as mm. well as needing more volunteers, do you want more charities as well? Yes, and there is a challenge with the charities because we ask them to come at a very specific time. Yep. It's kind of rush hour. Yep. Some of them come in cars, so they have to pay that what was it low emission yep. zone yep. thing. Yep. Um, congestion charge, maybe. Um, so that can be a challenge for them. At the moment, because there's still so much COVID around, um, some charities aren't able to come. Yeah. So there's one charity last week that couldn't collect at all, not from the market, but from anywhere, because they were all down with COVID. So that's a factor at the moment okay. as well. But yeah, the, the challenge is not so much with the businesses, but with the charities. And quite often the businesses get frustrated because they think, well, you know, we're trying to donate our food. Yeah. Why won't the charities turn up? But they have to kind of understand that all charities work under huge, huge yeah. pressures. Well, they have difficulties. Bike, is your bike loaded up? <laughs> Sorry, yes. Chris. Is, is it really right. heavy? It looks right, really through. This is the biggest one I've ever had. This oh, is 20 really? kilos. So yeah. Oh my yeah, goodness. I have to put in a work cover claim, Chris. So yeah, you do that. <laughs> <laughs> you do that. Thanks, nice Thanks very much, Good luck. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank Good you. Job. But That's that incredible. Is a big bag, isn't that it? is a massive bag. bag. Twenty kilos just on his back, and he's now on his bike, and he's off. He's a fit lad. He's a, yeah. <laughs> and he's going to be even fitter. He does look quite jolly about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, so again, Chris, anyone listening who is a charity, are there certain charities that you really want to work with in terms of the charitable remit? How does it, how would a charity get in contact? Um, they can get in contact just via the website or we've got our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, etc. We do all that kind of stuff. Um, and it can be any charity. So all we want to do is to try to get food to people who need it and keep it out of landfill. So yeah, any charity that provides food for its guests, its service users, maybe they um, I don't know, they do training courses and they have lunch and they provide food that way. Or it could be a residential centre where homeless people are living for a period of time. So we support St Mungo's, for example. Um, there's a residential centre called Lucy Brown House around the corner where Joe is just about to deliver. So, yeah, we don't discriminate in that sense. It's just we just want to get the food to people yeah. who need it. Yeah, amazing. We've got more people here collecting so much stuff. Has it been a good afternoon, guys? Yeah, this, is, this has been a really good haul this afternoon. Amazing. Well, we're going to let you guys carry on. Um, Chris, thanks for letting us hop along today for this. It's You're been welcome. Amazing. It's been great to have you. I feel all buzzed up to be a volunteer now. <laughs> it's absolutely, I mean, it's, but it's really cool seeing how much the guys obviously get out of doing it as well. Yeah. And making, as I say, those stats, yeah, you can't argue with it, making a real difference. Yeah. It's a it's a win-win-win-win because the traders win because they're able to donate their food. The charities win because they receive the food. It's great for the borough market team because it's a great, it's a great story. And it's great, it's great for the environment. So yeah, everybody wins. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy, lovely to see you. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a pleasure. I, I just wanted to add one last thing actually. And it's what, what Chris was saying is that I think the reason, obviously we, we know, I've, I've said why we started working with Plan Zeros, but I think the reason why we've worked together for so long is that uh, that Plan Zeros to me is a charity that is set or set themselves up to help everyone else, including all of the. They want to help all the charities. It, you know, it, it's the, the, there's no sort of selfish behaviour at all. It is literally we've got a problem. This can be solved if we're here to help you guys. You know, you, you know, and, and that's. And that's it. And and I think that the simplicity of that is um, 
is amazing. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Yeah. Well, it's brilliant that you're involved with and uh, you're an ambassador yeah, for we're so lucky doing to have this. Jeremy's ambassador. It's, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. <laughs> and there's lots of fish. Yeah, and donuts. Yeah, <laughs> we're all going on about the donuts. That's, That's the thing, though. You know, it's a serious business, but it's fun as well. We yeah. can have fun doing it. Yeah, Why not? You can, you can sense that with the volunteers yeah. who are doing it. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you so much, guys. So let, let everyone get back us. to it. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back with more Borough Talks soon. You can still enjoy the best of Borough at Borough Market Online with nationwide delivery. You can head to our website for more information, subscribe to our newsletter. There are lots of recipes and features on the Borough Market traders.